0: This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. It's summertime. It's beautiful summer day. It was a wonderful summer day. Welcome back to Scissors and Scrubs. I'm Nicole. I'm Laura. We're gonna try to get back in the groove because we haven't recorded in I don't know 400 years. It's a long time. And I literally sat down the other day. I'm like, I don't think I've written an episode in two months. Yeah. So we're gonna try to get back into the groove. We always kind of lose our way over the summer because we just don't care about anything. We were at the beach all day, so we're both sun wiped and exhausted uh, on this gorgeous yeah. day. And we are going to continue our summer series mm-hmm. with surfing and skateboarding. That's what you skateboarding want to do on the and summer. surfing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skateboarding is just surfing on land. <laughs> Pretty much. Or surfing is just skateboarding on water. Yeah. However you want to call it. Um, So we, here we are post both our boys off to boot camp. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird. It is really weird. Not bad. having them around. No. It's really weird. They're both there. And I think they're both at two different boot camps. Because my <laughs> son's like, fucking miserable. I hate it. These people suck. Chris son's like, this is fun. <laughs> this is great. I'm going to have a pizza party. I'm like, what the i see the part i'm like are they at the same place i don't think they're at the same <laughs> <That's> place <bizarre. laughs> jack's just fucking loving boot camp cameron wants to kill himself and jack is like this is great so um and then we decided today i think we are going to drive out there 15 hour ride to chicago
1: yeah i didn't talk to mike about that yet yeah. he just had a real surprised look on his face yeah we
0: I'm just too petrified. I'd rather the 15-hour ride when I'm prepared for it. And right. Then hey, we canceled your flight, and so right. I'll just have to, I'm gonna have to switch my schedule at work around again because I'm working the Monday. I ain't working Monday after oh. 15 hours, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look at mine. Put that at the end of the week, Audrey. If you're listening, <laughs> I'm coming back at you to switch that schedule. She's gonna keep switching stuff. Um, oh, you know what?
1: That. Oh no, never mind. We have different weeks. Okay. My Monday's a labor day, so I wouldn't yes, be working. Yes, yes,
0: you'll be all set. Yeah. So, we, um, we've we started doing TikToks. We've been doing them a little while now. Yeah. yeah. And we are like TikTok famous. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. We're not really TikTok famous. For us, we're TikTok famous. Yeah. We flex a little bit. We got like 10,000 followers. I mean,
1: it's pretty good since like in May, we had like five. <laughs> yeah. Like literally like 20 or something. <laughs>
0: um, and the funniest thing about these, we do stuff, you know, Boston nurses say. And the funniest part of the whole thing is people like, you don't really talk like that. That's not how Boston people talk. Yeah. And that cracks me up because I'm like, what part of Boston did you do come out of? If well, you think
1: it's exaggerated a little bit. I'm like, come talk to me
0: any day of the week. When but.
1: you were doing the playas
0: and the arch bars, I knew that was how you talk. Yeah. And I'm thinking people are going to think she's faking. Yeah. And that's really how she would say it. Fly yeah. Is why. <laughs> I never get,
1: I get, I got that. The archbot was like the biggest thing you made fun of me in a trial when yeah. I, they were like, arch, I was like, yeah, I got the arch bar right here. Okay, I got I'm like,
0: all right, I can't. I'm laughing in the video because that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, she really talks like. Then everybody's gonna say she's exaggerating the accent. So I think one of these TikToks is gonna be like, if you don't believe it, come listen to it. Yes. I hear it every day, and that is really how she talks. It is really. I have a little more of a
1: sophisticated accent. Oh, whatever.
0: Because I left for a little bit, but plus I'm older.
1: (laughs) This is where I am. (laughs) And I also think it's, like, fading out, so I do think people don't hear it as much. Oh, I, clearly. I absolutely, we haven't so many people move in that we're not But even, like, our kids don't have it, so, like, there's a lot of people who live here who don't have it, but.
0: Who was with? And they made fun of it. Oh, my girlfriend's kids grew up in Everett. And I said, yeah, we're getting in the car. She's like, the car? I was like, are you kidding me?
1: You grew up in Everest. Right. Like, you should have this accent. What happened? I I don't know. I don't know where it went. But I still have it. So you still have it. it. And I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to
0: go back to how I was 30 years ago when I was in Revia. Yeah.
1: All right. So
0: skateboarding, surfing, surfing, skateboarding. Yes. Take it away.
1: Okay. I'm doing skateboarding. I got my information from WPMC.com and CBSSports.com. Um, so, according to the National Safety Council, first-time skateboarders account for one-third of skateboarding injuries treated every year in the ED. That's a big shock. Yeah. ED saw 125,000 skateboarding injuries in 2015. That's in- a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of injuries. Um, injuries more common. There's obviously the injuries are more common in boys, with 60% Sixty of the injuries involved kids under 15. Mm-hmm. So, young boys are yep. getting the injuries in skateboarding i'm shocked
0: <laughs> well now uh, they have motors on some of these skateboards too which is even better you ever see those no some kid in town was like on the skateboard i'm watching him go up a hill
1: i'm like there has to be a motor on that because he never once started cattle nothing god um common injuries head injuries including concussions are the greatest danger obviously mm-hmm. then you have hand wrist and shoulder injuries a common Cause they lose their balance. They try to catch themselves with the extended arm. They yep. break their wrist. They break their arm, whatever um, ankle injuries. I mean, obviously you're pushing off with your foot, you twist it. Um, causes of them, obviously young people are more at risk. They have um, higher centers of gravity cause their heads are heavier than, you know, little kids <laughs> yeah. have big ass heads on those little bodies. <laughs> so they have centers of gravity are higher. They have poor, more, less balance mm-hmm. Um, they have slower reaction times. they are less coordinated. Um, they overestimate their skills like yeah, every clearly yes. boy. Um, and they don't properly judge barriers, ramps and traffic. Most serious injuries occur when they lose control and fall, obviously. Um, run into a car, a road hazard, Ooh. a person or another skateboarder because mm-hmm. you're not you yeah. can't gauge your distance. They try tricks that are beyond their skill level and they skate on improper surfaces. Um, tips and tricks for safety. Always wear protective gear in good condition. Um, you should have slip-resistant shoes on. You should have a well-fitted helmet. Just because you throw a helmet on someone's head does not mean it's going to help them. It has to be well-fitted. Um, knee, elbow, and hand pads. Um, I used to send Jack up. Jack used to do skateboarding down the park and like with all the ramps and stuff. The kid had like those had wrist pads and everything. <laughs> um, all, like I said, all helmets need to fit well. They are supposed to lay flat on your head. With the bottom edge parallel to the ground, so it shouldn't be like tipped yeah. up. You know, you yeah. see that all the time, like the helmets are tipped up. It should be It I always think like of Tony
0: Hawk. If you've watched Tony Hawk, yes, like his, his, it's his perfectly how a helmet should look. Yep.
1: Parallel to the ground. Um, and they should meet the safety standards of the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. So don't just use somebody's old <laughs> helmet. Um, it should sit low on the forehead. It should have side straps that form a V around each ear. Not that just one, mm-hmm. not the one chin strap. Um, it has a buckle that fastens tightly with room for only two fingers between the strap and your chin. And it has pads to add or remove to make a snug fit. Um, it does not move when you shake your head and it doesn't hinder your movement, vision or hearing. And you should replace it every five years or when it's damaged or outgrown, obviously. Um, you should also teach young skateboarders to fall and they should practice it. They should crouch down on the board to reduce the distance to the ground Try to roll using arms to absorb the force of the fall. Using what? Use. They should arms? try to roll using your arms to absorb the force abs. of the fall. Like, no. I don't arms. don't that works. <laughs> to absorb the force of the fall. This will help with their coordination, improve reaction times, and it will lessen the impact with the ground. Last. Foot breaking is the first trick you should learn. So if you're you, going up... When you hit the back of the board and... um. So oh, I'm going to explain. Okay, so you, you turn your front foot forward in line with the board so your foot mm-hmm. is running like along the board um you turn your chest and face forward as well so everything's looking straight mm-hmm. ahead your toes point straight ahead transfer your weight to the front foot and keep it centered on that foot um while leaning back or forward without leaning back or forward at the same time swing out the back leg keeping it straight and lower the black back leg to the ground apply light pressure to the ground with the sole of your shoe. Continue applying more pressure to slow down faster and repeat, repeat, repeat.
0: I always thought they just tipped the board up and scrape the back
1: of the board to slow down. I think that's like to turn more. That's how you're supposed to do it. Have the, the foot on the board, like straight ahead, your chest mm-hmm. straight ahead, your face straight ahead, swing this leg out, and just, and then slightly yeah. gradually apply more pressure. And then I'm going to read you the Jankum Guide to Skate Injuries because <laughs> I can't wait, Jankum i thought it was fucking hysterical i'm reading (laughs) you this article because i couldn't stop laughing um it's literally called the jankum guide to skate injuries it's from an article on march 30th 2017 written by pat maloney in walker miller um in jankum magazine
0: oh that's why i'm like
1: who's jankum somebody's gonna be Jankum. i don't know jankum magazine all right so these are just different types of injuries, and they tell you what it is, the severity factor, how to deal with it, what to avoid in the rehab. Um, all right. So the first injury is a shinner. <laughs> the classic shin biter, most commonly seen while learning tray flips. The board goes and hits you right in the middle of the shin, bringing instant tears and two hands to the area. The next <laughs> you can just move, envision it I know, <laughs> immediately. The next move is you usually sit down and contemplate going home. <laughs> Severity factor is a 2 out of 10 Just because it's the worst Apply some ice or walk it off But if it starts bruising and swelling Maybe it's time to pack it in for the day
0: I think the shinna could also go for bike pedals Oh yeah, just any shinna
1: Or you could start being useful while injured And film your friends (laughs) How to deal with it Take a seat or if your friends are laughing at you Maybe try try your trick again To either shut them up or make them laugh harder Um, What to avoid, the friends who are laughing at you (laughs) Rehab, giving a stone-cold stunner to the friends who laughed at you. (laughs) Another injury, a knocked-out tooth. This happens frequently. What it is, as the title implies, you lost a tooth or two. I'm not talking a chip. I'm talking spitting blood and enamel on the asphalt as your friends stare at you in horror. Severity factor 3 out of 10. You'll live, but damn, it's going to hurt. How to deal with it. If you want to try and save it, it's important to get it to a dentist right away. You only have an hour to save it. If you can put it back in the socket, do so carefully. If you can't, keep it in your mouth or in a cup of your spit and bring it to the dentist. I I know. If it can be saved, it'll take 48 weeks for the tooth to reattach itself to the bone. That is disgusting. uh, Dentists recommend chewing on the other side of your mouth where the tooth was knocked out. No alcohol for the first 24 hours. Avoid smoking as much as you can because it'll slow down the healing process. You can brush your teeth for 24 hours after it happens, but it's recommended to avoid that that tooth for a week. Also, avoid using straws for 72 hours. Rehab, just follow the things to avoid mentioned above and be careful with the pain meds they give you. Just follow the instructions your doctor or dentist tells you to and you should be fine. Another injury that I kind of went over is a rolled ankle.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: What it is, also known as a sprain, is when your foot twists and strains one or more ligaments in your ankle. It's one of the most common skateboarding injuries, and if you haven't rolled your ankle yet, you've either not been skating long or hot enough. If you can't walk on it the next day, it's very likely it's broken. Some early early signs and symptoms of it being sprained include bruising around the foot and heel and ankle area become visually swollen. Severity factor, one out of ten. You're fine. (laughs) You're fine. It's going to suck when you walk for a week or two, but that's about as big of a concern as it gets. Some sprains can be worse than breaks if you take care of it improperly, so don't fuck this one up. (laughs) <laughs> how to deal with it ice it 15 to 20 minutes on and 20 to 30 minutes off as much as you can for the first 24 to 48 hours. This is going to reduce the swelling and relieve some pain. Don't be an idiot and keep your foot in there for too long or else you're going to give yourself a cold related injury <laughs> and people will laugh at you. Yeah. After that, wrap it with a compression bandage or, you know, an ACE bandage. These can be anywhere from 10 to $60, but they're almost essential if you want the injury to heal properly. Um, what to avoid. The first 72 hours are going to be the most difficult. As crazy as it sounds, avoiding heat is important. Hot, bo- hot baths and heat packs are a big-time no-no. Heat encourages blood flow, which will increase the bruising, bruising and swelling. After 72 hours, heat will be extremely relieving. An obvious, one, an obvious one to add to this list is running or doing anything active. You have to keep her for a while. Don't rush it or you'll be back at square one. As much as drinking seems like the best remedy for an injury... Alcohol should be avoided at all costs because it'll increase the swelling and bleeding and make it heal slower. Um, just basically keep your foot iced and elevated while watching Netflix for three days. It's that simple. <laughs> um, this one, I think Mike will like. This injury. Getting sacked.
0: Oh. What is it? feeling I know what this Come is. On, <laughs> <laughs> Come on,
1: man. Come on, man. Severity factor. It can be as simple as a little tap to the old purse. <laughs> or as bad as losing a nut or Oh,
0: good, good let's just say on the old severity factor
1: the let's just say on the severity factor it's a 10 out of 10 just to be safe check yourself instantly after it happens if there's no blood or bruising so
0: how is this happening the board they hit the
1: no they hit the rails
0: oh yeah mm-hmm.
1: um check yourself immediately immediately if there's no blood or bruising you're not throwing up Oh, you're not in excruciating pain, you might be fine. That's if not, lot. I highly advise you rush to the hospital right away. How to deal with it. Surgery and stitches might be the case if it's severe enough. If it's just a bad sacking, <laughs> then just have a few shots of Jameson and wait it out. Ouch. If you see a sack swelling up, you can ice it, but it's definitely not going to be an enjoyable experience. <laughs> <laughs> what to avoid? I had a friend who got kicked in the nuts by someone wearing a steel-toe boot, which <gasps> ruptured one of his balls, and he said... Um, i forgot and he said getting boners hurt <laughs> i couldn't find anything on google about it but i believe him so oh avoid getting a boner please Oh uh, my god! rehab was, App- how would you
0: get a boner when you just got kicked in the nuts well your- i think like
1: a couple weeks like for oh, a little while Jesus. it's uh rehab applying ice if it's swelling take over the counter meds for pain and swelling or under the counter i don't care or just follow the doctor's orders there's not really an exercise for getting your balls back to 100% other than just not getting sacked again. Um, they talk about concussions, severity factor. They said 11 out of 10. I mean, read above the things that you, you're you not able to concentrate. You're unable to remember things. You have nausea, vomiting, headache, blurry vision, does I think they get those a lot. Um, balance problems, and you can die. Um. The very same organ, helping you read this right now, is temporarily or sometimes permanently fucked. You can die from this injury and it's not to be taken lightly. Um, obviously, go to the emergency room Agreed. if you get yeah. a concussion for it. Um, you have to avoid alcohol, drugs, video games, computer use, TVs, um, and do not get behind the, a car or heavy machinery when you have one. Um, your brain needs sleep to recover. So the myth of not going to, you know, yeah when they say keep them up, don't let them sleep. That's a myth. Let them sleep um this one this is the last one i'll do it's a swell bow <laughs> I just, like, the names are, you, are the best
0: <laughs> what the is it the tap to the purse
1: the classic swell bow otherwise known as i can never say this
0: swollen elbow
1: um oh look a lucranon yeah um, oh bursitis. I feel we
0: can say it too I'm like a oh, l- 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 grenade.
1: Yeah. So your elbow elbow swelling. Um a swell is caused by hitting the tip of your elbow bone, which causes inflammation and in liquid, aka bursa, to fill up under the skin, making it look like a nut sack hanging from your arm. <laughs> <laughs> Severity factor. One to one out of ten to seven out of ten. A swell can either go away by itself or it can easily get infected. If the liquid isn't going away, surgery is going to be needed. How to deal with it. If it's not broken and infected, doctors recommend just not touching it or wearing an elbow pad. LOL. (laughs) Uh, It's possible the doctor may want to drain your elbow, but other than that, just relax. What to avoid? Slamming on it again. Trust. Uh, (laughs) Rehab. Relaxation and ibuprofen. You should be good in a few days unless it's broken. Then it's surgery time. Um, they go on like they have. There's sweat joints, dislocations. You know, it's there. I just thought that was it is pretty hysterical the way they wrote that. Oh my god, the balls one was cracking me but up.
0: Just a little tap to the purse. So skateboarding. I can remember my brother having a skateboard. Oh my god, like 1980, 1981, oh. and I thought it was a cool thing. So of course I had to get on the skateboard. No pads, no helmet, no nothing. No. I'd get like the big wheel. I'd take it
1: to the top of the hill, ride right the skateboard down. Yeah. Jackie still loves love skate. He's to, he took like a skateboarding thing, and he did like a camp in the summer, and he would go on the ramps and stuff. But oh my god, oh my, it's like so nerve wracking because yeah. you watch and like every single thing you, they do, the are yeah. like, "Ooh, you're gonna break
0: your neck! You Tony Hawk like... is my age, mm-hmm. and he still out there doing this. Well,
1: he just had a huge injury.
0: I was gonna say because the older you get, the more things break quick, you know, quickly. Yeah,
1: I can't remember It was his fema he broke or his um, tibia or something, but he had could a be big end, break, an yeah. end
0: of his, you know. And they were saying like vans came around for skateboarding mm-hmm. because they gripped the board. Yeah. And so he really kind of made them popular. Yeah. The shit I watch.
1: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Well, we're going to go to the skateboarding of the water, and that is surfing. Mm-hmm. Lord, you know, surfing has been around since humans existed. Really? Yes. Some oh. kind of body surfing. I love a good body yep. surf. Yep. Since there's been an ocean in humans, we have been body surfing. Surfing on surfboards was started by the Polynesians. Mm-hmm. I gave a little history lesson today. Uh, James Cook, during his stay in Tahiti in 1769, quote, their chief's amusement was carried on by the stern of an old canoe. With this before them, they swam out as far as the outermost breach. Then one or two would get in and in it in opposing the blunt end. So they'd put the uh, blunt end to the breaking waves and were hurried in with incredible swiftness. So they would Mm. take the canoes and use the canoes like surfboards. Sometimes they were almost carried ashore. The chief was usually the most skilled rider and had the best boy. Of course. He's the chief. The The low people, the commoners didn't get the best boys, didn't get the best um, wood or anything, but you could become higher in the tribe if you had great skill surfing. Hmm. Tahiti and Samoa used surfing as part of their warrior training. Wow. Uh, Hawaii surfing became... They take surfing to a whole new level over mm. the tahitians and the samoans hawaii surfing is like it was their culture it was mm-hmm. everything they were for hawaiians before european contact it was an art form a lot of hawaiian words going to be in this oh yeah, he'e halu means wave sliding that was their art form mm-hmm. hawaiians actually would have priests aid and like if if you weren't getting good waves the priests would come out bless the waters trying to get um good waves coming in they would bless the wood that you made the boats with. Mm. I mean, the surfboards with. It was like a big deal. Yeah. And then in come the Westerners. Oh, what we, are they going to do? They're going to fuck it all up. Because that's ruin what we everything. do. And they're going to completely rape the Hawaiian culture. Mm. Mm. Through disease and slavery, Hawaiians were forced to suppress surfing as it was considered frivolous. And they were basically being used as slaves to be put on um, plantations. Mm-hmm. Uh Once, so this is like, you know, 17, 1800s, surfing is out of favor and now waikiki becomes a tourist destination surfing starts making a comeback Mm -hmm. so both mark twain and jack london call of the wolf surfed weren't very good at it
1: mark twain was out there surfing mark
0: twain was out there Hmm. surfing He was something 1908 alexander hume ford founds the outrigger canoe and surfing club in 1908 in hawaii so whites only Mm -hmm. no women that makes That's sense. Like, it's in Hawaii. Right. It's a Hawaiian culture. Whites only. Yeah. You so, can't do this. Though. You can't do this. So in 1911, the local Hawaiians start their own club called Haui Nalu, Club of the Waves. Mm-hmm. I know I'm butchering this language, so yes. please forgive me. And it was George Freeth and Duke <laughs> Kahana Muku became famous for making the sport spread around the world. So when you go to Hawaii, there is a chain of restaurants called Duke's because Duke's big claim to fame was he served a tidal wave. Oh. and the boards were gigantic yeah. they were like 12 feet long boards yeah. they're ridiculous so today millions of surfers recre- um uh, millions of surfing recreationally but surfing still has its dangers according to wavelength surf magazine mm-hmm. and this is what i love you get these magazines right you do this research and all you know just like anything else on the internet it depends on who it comes from like it's, surfing's it's really not that dangerous it's really it's just been hyped up in the news this and that So they give you some statistics. It isn't without danger, you know? I mean, you're riding giant waves. It's going to have dangers. That you have no control over. That you have no control over. Don't know when they're going to break. Most of them underestimate the power of the wave. Yeah. So surfing has a low body count with about only 10 a year among the 23 million surfers dying. I still think 10 a year is a lot. I mean... Main causes of death are a blow to the head, Mm -hmm. surfers knocked unconscious after hitting the bottom or they're coming up and the board hits them in the head and then they go unconscious and they drown. Uh drowning caused by multiple hold downs because these waves are fucking enormous. Mm-hmm. So you get hit by a wave, you get pushed under, you go to come up, boom, another one keeps mm-hmm. you under and you you drown that way. Um shark attacks. Mm. But, you know, that's just been hyped up in the media. I mean, very few mm. in fact. It's been dramatized. Mm-hmm. Shark attacks.
1: I don't want to have a shark attack.
0: And there is clearly, we all know, they're all Remember when we went paddle boarding? They all look like, dude, they all look like Spicoli from Fast Times at Richmond High. So there is a drug culture among among surfers, which also attributes to some of these depths because they're out there under the influence of something while they're Mm -hmm. surfing sometimes. So, risks of surfing. Mm -hmm. It's physically demanding sport. And I've tried it once in my, when I live in Hawaii, I try it. You gotta paddle and paddle and paddle and you're paddling over these huge waves, trying to get out past where they're going to start breaking, and then you sit. And that's what got me. The sitting with my legs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to get eaten by a shark. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. But like when you body surf or anything, when you catch the wave, you can see where the high comes from. You can totally see it. So it's physically demanding sport, paddling out, trying to hop on the board, ride it in, and then do the whole thing over again. The environment itself can be very dangerous and unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Risks include marine life, i.e. sharks, seals, sea snakes, which are the deadliest snakes in the world. Ew! Urchins. You ever see a sea snake? They they swim like yeah, perpendicular. <laughs> and if they bite you, you're fucked. Mm. Uh, jellyfish and stingrays because they all like to ride the waves as well.
1: This, I know a thing or two about jellyfish too. Yes, you do. I su- I'm a survivor.
0: If you look in these waves, oh, you'll see the stingrays in the waves. Yeah, like and the-
1: Flying in the waves. And if
0: you surprise one of them, you're Steve Um Drowning, as mentioned before, hold downs, trapped on a reef, separated from the board, knocked unconscious. Because you're going to realize the reason these waves are so big because they're hitting underwater reefs right. or sandbars and are making them break. Uh, the waves themselves. Wipeouts and the power of the waves are the common cause of injuries. Mm-hmm. Locals. When I lived in Hawaii, white people called haoles. And there are beaches that will be Howley beaches only, local beaches only. You never go near the local beaches only. They are not friendly. Mm-hmm. And they will let you know when you're in their spot. And considering what has happened to their culture. Yeah. You almost understand it. So some locals, especially in Hawaii, can be unfriendly and they'll be aggressive about it. Mm-hmm. Riptides. Your surfboard cracking you in the head. Mm-hmm. When you're surfing, you have the board is attached to your leg, as it would be if you were paddle boarding or anything else so you don't lose it. You can get tangled up in the leash mm. and that can drown you. Uh, the seabed, the bottom, the rocky reefs. I'm going to talk about a specific place that they go surfing. And part of the reason why it's all underwater um, volcanic spires oh. in caves. So yeah. people actually can get trapped oh in God. the caves underneath. Uh, newbies in crowds or crowds of newbies. Mm. <laughs> this can lead to newbies, can be a real problem because nobody knows what they're doing. And so you're you're and... They get in the way. They get into collisions, boards flying around, surfers running over, body surfers. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 speed, And they call them speed bumps. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders. 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 And hmm. I wrote next to that. What the fuck? And it says, uh, they hang out in your gear. Uh, spider <laughs> little spider bite in your gear. I was like, were spiders? Really? Alright, so let's talk about a few surf spots before we talk about the stories. So there is Mavericks in North Carolina uh North Carolina, yeah. No. North California. Northern California. <laughs> God damn, I'm tired. <laughs> um, these waves can r- routinely crest at twenty five feet. And top out at 60 feet, which is about My six God. stories high. Uh, and usually wintertime is when the Pacific sees that most of these big surfing competitions are held in the winter in California or in Hawaii. Um, the waves here are caused by... Uh, what did I write? Unusual underwater rock formations. So from 1999 to 2016, there was an invitation-only competition called Titans of Maverick that would be held there. So... Mavericks waves are going to be sometimes higher than the waves you get in Hawaii. Wow. The pipeline, everybody's mm. heard of, of the, the pipeline. pipeline. They call it the bonsai pipeline. The this pi- it's the pipeline which is located in Hawaii, uh, in Hawaii, off Oahu, on the north shore of Hawaii. When I lived there, and I was there getting into the winter time, they will shut some beaches down because the waves are so enormous. Because Hawaii is in the middle of the Pacific, mm-hmm. the first land that these waves hit is white so mm-hmm. you're getting mammoth waves that come in there i mean they don't sound high when you give the footage but when you're standing on the beach yeah, and you look, look up and it's three stories high of no, water that's... it's fucking ridiculous um so it's known for huge waves that break in shallow water just above a sharp cavernous reef causing the waves to tube a barrel, mm-hmm. which. Everybody knows what that looks like. They when, you know, the waves curled over the surfer and he's going through the barrel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually there's a shark in there that wants to eat you. But that's just overrated. <laughs> um many have died here or been seriously hurt. And here the ra- the waves range from nine nine feet to twenty feet. I think that's actually underestimating how high these waves yeah. can be. Uh they have the pipe masters there, the Volcom Pipe Pro is there. And a couple of other competitions held Always there. So you when you're in Hawaii, you will see three year olds surfing. Yeah. Like everybody surfs in Hawaii. They have a surf report, what it looks like. The doctors used to shut down early. It's a good surf day. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up at like, you know, one. I wanna get some waves in, blah, blah, blah. This is clearly not Boston. <laughs> so obviously there's gonna be a lot of injuries yeah. out this way. Though I think this guy is actually at Mavericks. I'm tapping the microphone, so if it's making weird noises, just sorry, suck it up alright so stories we're going to start in September 2014 with Kirk Sterling he is a 31 year old businessman and former big wave champion he is paddling with some friends in Waimea in Oahu which is like it's one of the beaches up there it's Waimea Bay he was with some of the world's top surfers one of them being Pat he's got like a Greek name Gudauskas that's what we'll go with. Pat Godowskis. Sure. So Kirk and Pat take off after one of the biggest wave sets of the day. Big waves. Big waves. Kirk's out a little farther than Pat and the waves that day were 35 feet. So that's what I mean. Mm. Like when they say 20, that doesn't sound yeah. like these are, these are three story high waves. Right. These are pretty big fucking waves. According to Jamie Sterling, who he's watching this whole thing play out in front of him, Kirk made the drop. So I'm assuming the drop is you are starting to come down the crest of the wave. And it looked like he had too much forward momentum at the bottom and he went over the handlebars. So he's on his surfboard. He's coming down, but he's going faster than the wave and he flips off the board over the handlebars. And the guy, this is his quote. I mean, we're just making assumptions at this point. When he surfaced, it looked like he had broken his eardrum or maybe his neck because his feet popped up and he was facing down. He may have had vertigo or lost his equilibrium, Mm. but I don't think his head broke the surface and at that point the next wave passed over him and broke his board. So he wasn't attached to his board anymore and he wasn't wearing a vest or a flotation or anything. It's pretty hard to recover someone even with a vest. Yeah. Lifeguards on the beach. So the other thing when you're in Hawaii and you're at Mavericks, their lifeguards are like lifeguards on crack. Mm. They take it you don't see them like hanging at the beach staring <laughs> talking to them. they take it fucking serious cuz people drown in Hawaii constantly. Having worked there we got five, I was there four months, five people drowned just in Kauai mm-hmm. on honeymoon. And it's like ankle deep water. They drown all the time. So mm-hmm. these lifeguards are no joke. And when they're holding a competition or they know a lot of people are surfing, they are on jet skis mm-hmm. and they just hang out in the jet skis waiting. Mm-hmm. So they immediately take off to where Kirk was last seen. All the surfers in the area go to this place and they're all researching, but they can't. He has never recovered. Ugh. Body's never found. Poor guy. Um, I hope
1: he just broke his neck real quick.
0: Yeah, he clearly he drowns. He drowns, though. I mean, he could have been broken his leg. Imagine breaking oh, your neck I know, and you're no. conscious. Yeah, that's true. And now you can't move. Well,
1: I was hoping because he hit his head, he broke right. it. You know. Right. Uh,
0: so I then, hope he didn't know. <laughs> so, yeah, you can only yeah. hope. But yeah. So, you know, you, you sit on the beach and you watch all this stuff and it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then when I think of, like, I swam in those waters and how many things can hurt you in those mm-hmm. waters. And I talk about taking the kids. I'm like, I'm terrified yeah. to take them to Hawaii. The waters are so dangerous. Right. All right, so March of 2011, 35-year-old Sion Maloski. he starts out as a blue-collar worker was mm-hmm. uh, building fences, and he becomes from a fence builder to one of the world's best surfers. So weird. Because he doesn't <laughs> start surfing till like, late, like, 20s, no. late 20s. He's a father, too, and an avid surfer. He starts surfing later in life, and in 2009, he's on the cover of three different surf magazines, and he won 25000 for surfing magazine's north shore ground award like for mm. being this underground award excuse me being this like up-and-coming guy Twenty five thousand. Mm. in an interview after the award he states um i'm planning on going even harder now i want to catch the biggest wave ever dot 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 yeah on march 17th 2011 scion is surf- surfing mavericks which is the one in california and just before sundown i should look this up because they were talking different ways people approach these waves and some people charge their charges. I don't know what that means, mm. but that's what he's doing. He's charging the wave. And it's a forty to sixty feet foot wave. So My that's God. that's six feet high. I, six stories. Six stories, yeah. yeah. That's six stories high. It's a huge fucking wave. That's, huge. that's a building. You're surfing a fucking building. Um he was held under for two waves. Thirty minutes later they find his body oh. down there's like There's Mavericks, there's this bay that it goes into. So 30 minutes later, they find him down. A veteran surfer believes that he wiped out and the board came away and he had no leash. And then he just kept getting held down. He was surfing the day Andy Irons was killed, surfing at Mavericks. So in in, Scion was originally from Hawaii. In a couple of months, they lose two of the best surfers in Hawaii Uh at Mavericks. So my last guy, this guy was, he's something. And he really was, his ego is how, I think, what happened to him. Mm -hmm. October 27th, 2015, Alec Cook, also known as the godfather of big wave surfing, born in Boston. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, kid. Wait, raised in Hawaii. He is believed to be part of the Cook family, which is one of the five (laughs) families, I I thought the godfather, one of the five families, Mm. Spazzini, Italia, (laughs) Cook. So Cook is one of the five families that own sugar plantations in Hawaii. Yeah, he's in his 20s. He competes in body surfing, but he's like, I like the big wave sports. He likes it big. Mm-hmm. So in the 80s, he's part of the big wave revival. He is, um, I word. He is described. Is this describe the right word. I'm that tired. I'm like prescribed. Did I say that? No, it is. He's described. Describe. He's it's described. He's described right as. Word. Yeah. Too much sun. He was described as the Evil Knievel of surfing. Ooh. Half our readers don't or listeners don't even know who the fuck Evil Knievel is. Do you know, yeah. you know no, who he is, come right? No, it's on. Yes, I was. Oh, I loved him. He wasn't too bad. Like I'm not gonna lie. I don't.
1: One. I mean, I never saw
0: him do anything. You no, know, his little white boots. Evil. My brothers had the Evil Knievel thing. Yeah. I well, was, anyway, I mean, he I'm was too young for that, but I do know who he is. Evil Knievel was this hot rod and motorcycle guy back in the seventies. So he was described as the Evil Knievel of surfing. He is quoted as saying. I don't want to be a member of the big wave club. I want to be a chairman of the board. Oh. Mm-hmm. Tells you what he's all about. Kid's definitely from Boston. Yeah. yeah. Nineteen eighty five, helicopters drop him on the <gasps> waves, and that's how he was surfing them in. Helicopters. That's how big these fucking waves are. You can't even paddle out to them. Yeah. So part of the pipeline, I mean it really got into descriptive that I didn't get into, but there's three steps to the pipeline mm-hmm. in the most outer waves you have to be helicoptered onto. Oh, and he was you. the first person to ever do it. But then Mavericks becomes a big surfing spot in those waves when nothing could be Mavericks. So um, he kind of like is always looking to do the next biggest yeah. and best thing. It's never a good thing, Right. So October 27th of 2015, it's a beautiful full moon and the waves are 25 to 35 feet. He decides that he's going to go out night surfing in the full moon. The next morning, hard no. Everything about that, hard no. Yep, yeah. The next morning, they find his truck with his dog and keys still in it. He is never seen again. Fifty-nine years old. I
1: was gonna say wait, that he was doing that in the 80s, zone, and he just did this 59 in two thousand nine
0: years old. So
1: Jesus. Uh, they recovered his
0: board, but they never never found his body. So mm. that's the thing too. Like some of these surfers never seen again.
1: Well, I mean, you're out in that surf, and you're way far you out, and, and, and then the animals get, and get you. UK, and, and, like yeah
0: never seen again oh kind of horrifying yeah all right so i have a few safety tips they have like 20 but some of them are... i'm not going to read them all um and this is more like you've never surfed before or it's something you want to get into mm-hmm. your comfort zone know your limits look at these waves because they're usually much more dangerous than waves of giving credit for what people are like i can do what i can do it. i got the... i want to be chased the next biggest wave know your limits yeah. uh fitness it is a very physically demanding sport. If you are not prepared, like, you know, my husband got back into diving and he's like, you forget how taxing it can be. Just putting your wetsuit on in the heat. Right. You have to be fit for these things. You don't want to be out there having a uh, heart attack. Mm-hmm. Swimming. We were talking about the kid today who jumped off and couldn't swim and yeah. sank right to the bottom. If you are not a good swimmer, you should not be surfing. No, you have to. Know, because you have you to, have to, be able to able know swim. how to swim.
1: Even if you're a good swimmer, it's it's
0: hard. So. Right. Yeah. right. Um, check the surf tides and weather forecasts because you could be out there and a storm hits mm-hmm. and now you're really fucked mm-hmm. and you know you don't it, it comes and goes pretty quick um and swells can build pretty quickly and catch an inexperienced surfer off guard mm-hmm. hold on to your board uh let's see on a shorter board you'll usually try to duck dive under an uncoming broken wave like so when you're on little boards and the waves coming you push the board down and you go head first and you let the wave go over you to get under it on a longer board, you might have to go up over the mm-hmm. wave or roll onto your back and you put the board on your face and let the board, the water go over you. Mm-hmm. None of this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't want to do any of this. <laughs> so you've just got to be careful. You can never hold the board in front of you because it's no, smack in you your into face. The face yeah. You can't hold it straight up and down. You have to, co- you know, there's a reason they do a lot of the weird things they do. Just like skating, wiping out the right way. Yeah. Um, you will learn the best way to do so. You have to know how to fall off your board the best way so you don't get cracked in the head by your board mm-hmm. when it's chasing you out. Um, patrolled beaches: if you're surfing near a patrolled swim area and you don't want to get yelled at over the loudspeaker by the lifeguards, you need to assure you are not drifting off to the off. They don't want you in areas where people are swimming. Right, you're so you are going to blow their heads with the board. Yeah. You know the priority rule. One of the most golden rules that have been given s- surf spot is that the surfer closest to the breaking wave also known as the inside, has first priority to take the wave. If you see someone on the inside of you who's already on the wave, then you have to like, you're off the wave. Surf etiquette. Respect surfing for others because they will really fuck with you. Mm -hmm. Respect the locals. Locals are notoriously very protective of their their surf break, and more importantly, their right to surf there. If you go in gung-ho and try to catch every wave, get in their way, or drop in on waves that are already taken, you will be on a surefire path to making some people really angry wait your turn, be respectful, and most times the locals will show you respect back. Mm-hmm. Avoid really cu- crowded surf breaks and get a rule of the surfing and etiquette before you decide to go out of there. Do not surf drunk. Do not surf high. Do not surf any of that because you need to know what do you're doing. Do not swim
1: drunk. Do not swim right. high. Do like not you shouldn't be doing or anything drunk or high. Right. Exactly. Not, you shouldn't be doing anything drunk or high. I'll Riptides.
0: Know what to do yes. if you are caught in a riptide. Getting in and out of the water safely. Um, we First, beginning surfers. We wouldn't recommend you surf at the break where it is difficult to get out of the water. Some breaks require entry to the water via rocky points where surfers jump from the ro- I, This is beyond stupid. Why would you do this? I, cause you, to get the wave, man. They jump from the rocks into the surf lineup by timing their jumps between sets. You are an idiot. <laughs> this kind of entry is definitely not suited to beginners could be really dangerous you yeah. think uh underwater landscape hazards like i said in the mm-hmm. pipeline you have reefs you have spires mm-hmm. so if you crash in that wave you could get seriously seriously injured sunblock and hydration surf with others do not go surfing at midnight by yourself because it's a full moon and you think you're a badass and you're gonna no. be all alone yeah warm up and check out the conditions Wear a surfboard leash, but it can also kill you. <laughs> and ocean animals. Sharks do not surf at dusk or dawn, because that's when they like to hang mm-hmm. alone. Hang out. Don't surf alone. Avoid swimming at... I was watching something on shark attacks. They always are hanging out in the estuaries, like where the rivers and the oceans mm, Yeah, That's what it's saying yes. here. Avoid surfing at river mouths, particularly flowing in rain, as the runoff into the ocean can attract particular types of sharks. Because it was yours? Was I think. The girl was... She had a wicked bad jellyfish sting and she was sweet. Yes, yes, at the asteroid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stingers and jellyfish, which I already talked about. So, A, I got my stuff from Wikipedia, men's journal. Surf It's funny because every magazine, this surfing magazine, surfer right. magazine, And gelfoamy.com is where I got my gel info. foamy. Gelfoamy. Mm-hmm. Pass the gel foam, please. Munchies. So uh, you'll never catch me on a surfboard. <laughs> and I'm way too old for a skateboard. So we went away
1: like a few years ago. Me and my friends from high school went up to a house in Rye, New Hampshire, and the house had surfboards. Mmm. Of course. Like, well, let's just try it. Let's mm-hmm. just try it. It was so fucking hard. Yes. It was so, it's so much harder than hard you hard to like get up onto the goddamn board. Catch a wave. Then stand on the goddamn board. Like it was so fucking hot. Yeah. I think I got up like twice. It was yeah. so, it was a brutal workout. I'll body surf
0: oh, I love all day it. Yeah. long because I can control it and even then, after a day of pulling yourself up in the yeah, oh, you're and are exhausted. On, you're exhausted. Yeah. But you're paddling out past, and the paddle out alone, mm-hmm. like I said, you're pushing the board down or you're rolling on your back trying to keep the board from cracking you in the face trying to get over these behemoth mm-hmm. waves and then you're sitting out there and wait and then you catch one and you wipe out and you're fighting for, l- it's exhausting it's dangerous i i know why they do it it's yeah. like gambling i get why they do it mm-hmm. just not for me yeah just not for me i yeah. especially death by water not something <laughs> no, i'm, I'm so looking scared, for no. I, I don't the thought of drowning and you know a couple of them talk about near-death experiences where they were held down and they were like it was just so peaceful and quiet it wouldn't have been because i'd have been screaming
1: my <laughs> fucking head off i'm <laughs> drowning oh like Drowning terrifies me Yeah no, it's, Terrifies terrifying And me. you know that feeling Of a wave Like you get up And another wave comes in, another wave comes. You know that feeling yeah. Like it's in Like then Those aren't even 30 foot Like I can't even fathom The 30 foot waves I coming tell at the you like story that. all the time Of I went to Hawaii With
0: my girlfriends And I spent A week Be careful of the waves Be careful of the waves Yeah yeah Never put you back to the wave Yeah 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 We're at the Break of the water Well I mean I'm literally Maybe Knee deep water mm-hmm. And I have my back to the waves because I'm an idiot. And I see both of their faces like, holy shit. And they take off up the beach. I turn around. There had to be a two-story wave. Like, it was fucking huge. Yeah. And, you know, like, you look from the ground up and you're like, holy <laughs> shit. I'm like, and I have a bikini on. I'm like, all right. And I, they tell you, dive in the yes. wave. So I dive in the wave. This wave picks me up, slams me down. I catch my breath. Picks me up. Slants me down. I'm like, I'm clawing for life. And at the time, my hair was at the, the middle of my back. It must have taken me 15. And I told you the life guides, right? Nobody's fucking helping me. It's like 20 minutes in this wave. I'm like, it's like a washing machine. I'm clawing my way up the beach. I stand up. My hair is wrapped around my face. I went from a C cup to a triple F with all the sand. I was covered in sand. I'm literally scooping it out of my bikini, trying to get up, And I'm clawing my way up to the blanket. I know soon to get to the blanket and the lifeguard puts out a um, warning. Uh, nobody allowed in the water. It would be like letting your kids play on the highway. <laughs> Something you could have said maybe 15 minutes yeah. ago would have been helpful. That would have been nice. And I look at my girlfriends. I'm like, could you help me? Could you give me a warning? They're like, you seemed like you were doing all right. Like, <laughs> I was drowning, you assholes. I was drowning out there. You wouldn't have been too fun if I was <laughs> dead. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was quite a day. That was fun. <laughs> and you know you're at a bad beach when the beach is in Hawaii. It's flat and it's like a ninety degree angle down to the water. Yeah, that's how you know the water's bad because yeah. <laughs> the waves just are just pounding nailing it, it. Yeah. it. So that's one of the summer series today. Yeah. Um, be careful mm-hmm. when you're doing anything. No drinking while you're doing it. Wear no. helmets for everything except apparently don't wear helmets surfing.
1: No, I mean
0: maybe they should. I know, but. I'm not going to look as cool. You know, no, the blonde have, tips. Like the, with the Yeah, you can't have yeah. the blonde tips if no. you've got a helmet on. No. Um, And you know what? We miss you guys. So write to us. Yeah. Touch base. We haven't heard from anybody in a while. And well, we haven't put out an episode. Right. We haven't really been ourselves recently. So we'd like to get reconnected. So even if you just want to drop a note, like hi from wherever you are, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.